Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to another episode of your favorite Christian podcast. It's the real spill with your host D to the Z Y R E Desire. That's me, y'all. Man, I miss y'all. I miss y'all for real. But I'm back, I'm back with another episode, I'm lit, I'm on fire, y'all this episode gonna be lit, so y'all stay tuned, I had a lot of stuff going on, but I'm back now, I had lost my voice, wasn't hardly able to talk or sing, so y'all know I was mad if I couldn't sing, so y'all stay tuned for this episode, cause I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, and I'm on fire, so let's, let's get it, let's go, for real. So before I get into the episode, I do want to let y'all know about the things that we have going on. Um, Soul Matters Ministry, for those of y'all who don't know, is the ministry that God gave me. Um, it started out just as a Facebook group. And um, the the people in the group said, yo, we need to do conference calls. Like, we need to just talk talk to each other and, you know, minister to each other. And it just developed over time. Um, it started out with just six of us, you know, just calling, talking about depression and all this other stuff. So um, what we're doing right now, we're doing youth Bible study on second and fourth Tuesday. Second and fourth Tuesday, we're doing youth Bible study. So um, during the youth Bible study, um, we are teaching kingdom principles. We're not teaching, um, we're not teaching Baptist doctrine we're not teaching no specific um denomination but we're teaching the word of god and kingdom principles so um that's that's what we're teaching the kids got questions we are answering the questions without being biased based off of our culture or tradition um those of you who read the title of the uh episode the episode is called culture versus tradition or tradition versus culture so um, we're not teaching based off of culture or tradition, but we're teaching solely based off of the word of God, because the word of God is the only thing that is going to stand forever. Everything else, the Bible says everything else will pass away, but the word of God will stand forever. So we're not teaching based off of the culture or based off of the um, tradition. We're teaching based off the word of God. So that's what we're doing on second and fourth Tuesday. Our kids are going through some things. They're struggling with some things. They have questions. They have concerns. They want to know what God says about this. They want to know what God says about that. So that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be teaching and um, instilling in them kingdom principles. So if you have kids or if you want to um, call if you're a new believer or even if you're a seasoned saint, um, it's solely based on the word of God. Everything else is like whatever <laughs> you know opinion is whatever show we're going to show them in the scripture where it says x y and z but the number is 9789905355 access code 5318657 that number again is 9789905355 that access code is 5318657 um, on the other days, we're just, for right now, we're just going to be doing prayer because I'm in transition. I am in a process of moving. So um, I'm in transition, transition for real, you know, and um, 
I don't want to become too overwhelmed to where I can't do anything. You know, so um, we're going to have prayer on all of the other Tuesdays. Except if God says something else, there's a series that I'm working on, and I don't know how God want me to do it, but um, there's a series that I'm working on called Word and Music, and um, God gave me that as a vision and talking about how um, we have to begin to start incorporating the Word of God into our music a lot more because there's a lot of songs that's not biblical, but we sing it all the time. And there's a lot of um, young people that are listening to music that are contrary to the word of God. And I think getting to their spirit. So we're going to be talking about um, word and music. That's what, um, that's what it's called. It's called word and music. So I'm praying about how God's going to release me to do that. But um, I'm believing God. So y'all stay tuned for that. Um, those are the things that we got going on. So, I'm going to get into the episode because y'all going to be like, all right, I'm, I'm tired of hearing about what y'all got going on. <laughs> this episode is called Tradition versus Culture. So, Tradition versus Culture. Now, y'all know um, one of the mandates that God has placed upon my life was to bridge gaps to bridge um, certain gaps and um, within the church within the generation there's certain gaps specific gaps that God has called me to um, try to affect to bring about a change now it is hard for one person to bridge these gaps that's why I said I said it the way I said it because um, it's not one one person can't do it. It's impossible for one person. Other than Jesus Christ, nobody else can do it. But um, my job is to promote change or to cause people to think about changing their thinking. For the scripture says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And God wants us, God wants to renew our mind. And sometimes our mind gets stuck in a certain place that um, we start to tune out God because it's unfamiliar. So um, God is calling me to um, to a hard work. I'm going to say it like that. God is calling me to a hard work. H-A-R-D. Hard work. So, um, But I thank God because if God chose me to do such a task or He if he called me to do such a task. I mean, he sees something that I definitely don't see. Because, uh, listen, let me sing. Let me do praise then. That other stuff I don't know about. But um, that's one of the mandates that God has placed upon my life. And um, I, I say yes. So once you say yes, it's like, I right, get it done. You know, it'll be some hardship and there'll be some situation. But I, um, what brought about this... Um, a lot of times, where where I live and where I'm from is very traditional, and um, I'm far from tradition. Y'all can hear my podcast, and y'all hear how I talk. Could tell that I ain't no regular prophet. I'm I'm different, you know. <laughs> I ain't the normal, you know. I'm different. Um, but what two chain say? I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. Yes, I'm very different, and um. 
I, I heard a message today that kind of, um, it didn't bother me per se because I know the word of God. So nobody could really tell me anything or change my thinking concerning the word of God um, unless they're biblically correct. And sometimes we get into, as preachers, um, I'm, I'm raising my hand. Um, as preachers, sometimes we preach based off of how we feel. We pre- preach based off of our opinion, our tradition. Uh, I think I, one one day I read the 14 voices on one of these podcast episodes. I don't know which one. But we, um, <laughs> we preach based off of our opinion or our belief system, which is not biblical. But we allow, we take the word of God and we break it up. You know, we maneuver to make it fit our opinion or we shake it up to fit our our um, our own thinking, but not asking God, God, what do you mean by this? What does this mean? And um, in the message, um, I was listening to what was being said. And as I was listening, God just reminded me of what um, I believe it was. It was either the truth or the cray. One of those two um, two preachers was talking about the Pharisees and Sadducees. And um, and the thing is, I have to do research myself or whatever. This is this. I, I saw this maybe two years ago, maybe two years. I know it was during the pandemic, but it was like about two years ago. And they were talking about the Pharisees and Sadducees, and um, he was saying that one was all about tradition. And the other one was all about culture. And they they fought against each other because one is saying, no, do it for the culture. The other one saying, no, do it for tradition. Do tradition. The other one, do culture. Culture, tradition. But here come this man who is not following culture or tradition. Here comes this man who is preaching on the Sabbath, healing folk on the Sabbath. So the traditional folk, they, they were mad. You know, he was, he was eating, he was eating at, at, um, at, I don't want to say, um, people of Ill, Ill reputation. He was eating at their house. He was hanging with a tax collector. He was, he was doing all these things that the culture was like, what? That's fool thinking. Here come Jesus who, who came and he did both. He fulfilled, he fulfilled the law. The Bible said he didn't come to destroy the law. But he came that the law will be fulfilled. So through him, the law was fulfilled. So when Jesus came, he didn't say, oh, forget that we got laws. Forget tradition. He was like, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Uh, uh, um, tradition says, no, you can't have an abundant life. Tradition says, no, you have to you have to cry all night. You have to suffer. You have to have pain. But the scripture don't say that we have to maintain, we have to stay in suffering. The scripture don't say that the Bible says after you have suffered a while, then God will establish you. So here it is, tradition and culture is at a constant. This is when Jesus came on the earth, had this constant battle. Oh, you can't do this because our forefathers didn't do this. Abraham didn't do this. Jacob didn't do this. So you can't do this. And Jesus said, that's cool. But it's different now because I'm here. Here's the people in cultures like, oh, we got to do it like this. We got to do it like that. And Jesus is like, 
nah, do it this way because I'm here. But now you look at you look at Jesus. Jesus had he died and he rose and he ascended into heaven. He sent down the comforter, which is his spirit that dwells on the inside of the believers. Great. So now, 2022, what do we have now? Culture versus tradition. I watch I, I watch a lot of podcasts and I'm not a lot. I watch Kenton Jones podcast and the Booth podcast, and then I watch um. Um, Extra Nose Academy podcast and uh, what's the other one? Not the same podcast. Three podcasts I watch. I don't really pay attention to too too much. And then I watch. Um, I think it's called Board Teachers. Uh, I pay attention to that one, but a lot of the other ones they're not talking much or nothing. So here it is. Um, and and the Kenton Jones podcast, which I watch daily. I I love it. Um, they're talking about the culture. You know, like, we, we're forgetting about the culture. The church need to um, stop looking down on the culture and embracing the culture because the kids are being lost, the youth are being lost because of the culture. And there's a cultural difference. And it makes a lot of sense. What they're saying makes a lot of sense because you think about it. Um, and, and they used this example a few weeks ago. They used this example. Um, I can't go to a, a Filipino Christian church because the way they do things is different. I'm not even going to understand the language. So there's a cultural difference. Does it mean that these Filipinos are not saved? Does it mean that these, the um, even in um, when I was in Jersey, um, there was an issue because the Hispanic Pentecostals um, felt like the black Pentecostals were doing things wrong. So it became an issue it became an issue because they felt like we were doing things wrong. We was like, we doing it right. This is how we always did it. So it was like a divide, but it's a cultural thing. So here it is. We have some churches, Canton Jones was talking about the culture. And then we have some churches like where I am now is more about the tradition. It's traditional for women to wear a hat on their head because and they use the scripture that said the head have to be covered which they use just that verse isolating everything else or isolating that verse and taking out everything else but they just look at that about okay your head gotta be covered alright cool scripture says that but they it's, it's taken out of text it's, it's messed up that's not what the scripture talking about they, they wear these big shiny shoots, suits, I said shoots. They wear these big shiny suits, these shiny dresses, these giant robes and these big hats and all of this, um, all these, all this costume. My niece, she in kindergarten, she called me and I told her if she ever called me, I'm going to answer. So I had to answer. So, <laughs> but, um, they wear these, these. The dressy suits and all this the shiny shoes and you know the shoes that hit, sound like they got taps on the bottom of it. They dress like this and they call this modest apparel. And if you got on jeans, ripped jeans, you got on a hoodie, you got on sweats, they call that worldly. And here it is. Here it is. I and I, I, I'm I'm just talking about me. I come from a culture. That says the big hats is um, 
It's too flashy for church. I come from a culture that says the shiny suits. You ain't got to have men wearing sequins on their suit. You ain't got to do that. Glitter and sequins. You ain't got to do that. But it's a contrast because in one, it's saying this is what you're supposed to do. The other one's saying this is not what you're supposed to do. So who do you who do you go with? It's the same same concept that happened back in Jesus' time, where the Pharisees and Sadducees were battling against each other. They were the church. And the preacher that I um, heard said that the world didn't accept Jesus. The church didn't accept Jesus neither. The people who wanted Jesus crucified was the church folk. The priests, they were the ones that wanted Jesus beaten, killed. It was not the world. How many times Jesus um, spoke highly of the Samaritan man who did this and the, the woman who he wasn't, she, she said, if you would just um, treat me like the dogs. He was like, I'm not even supposed to talk to you because tradition says I can't talk to you because you're not, you're not a, a person that Jews talk to, so I'm not even supposed to talk to you. She was like, just treat me like the dogs. He was like, yo, you, you got great faith. How many times was it the world that received Jesus a lot more than the church did? How about that? How many times? Check the book. It's in the book. So a lot of times we want to bring up tradition and what we were taught going, growing up as kids. And we try to um, use the scripture to justify it. But a lot of times it's not scripture. Yes, I am more of a culture person because I'm not, I live in the deep south, but I'm definitely not country. People might say I sound country, but I don't think I sound country at all. I sound like I'm from the hood. So do, and I and I call myself the hood prophet. So the hood prophetess. So, so am I supposed to say, I'm too good for the hood because I'm saved now. Or do I be like, look, I'm like you. You could try Jesus too. Jesus came and he he sat with the sinners. He didn't become like the sinners, but he didn't look down on them. How about us? We look at us. Look at how Jesus, Jesus still treated us even though we were unworthy. We spend more time Worried about how somebody is dressed, how somebody talk. Now, it's different when somebody using profanity. It's different when somebody's cursing or, but here it is, you worried about the cursing, but you okay with the gossip. The Bible, the Bible wasn't just talking about profane language as, as in profanity, but it was also talking about language that tear down your brothers and sisters in Christ. You okay with that because it's entertaining to you. So that's okay. But if somebody say the D word, oh, they're sinners. We write them off as sinners automatically. Because tradition says gossip is okay, but cursing is not. But what did Jesus say? When it comes to this tradition versus culture thing, what did Jesus say about it? 
What did Jesus say about the situation? Did Jesus say it's acceptable for you to do X, Y, and Z? To look down and, and judge your brothers and sisters in Christ who might not be, they might just be from a different culture. We have this, and this is something that, that kind of bothers me. It don't bother me, but it bothers me because I am from a different culture. I'm living in the deep south, but I'm from the hood. You know, I, I grew up in the hood. I, I grew up listening to Bone Thugs of Harmony. Bone Thugs of Harmony is my joint. It's first of the month. I went, I went, and that, okay. Oh, my joint. And I used to listen to Bone Thugs of Harmony like it was nobody business. You couldn't tell me I didn't know the verses. That part, that, and when I was doing that, I was creating a culture. I was creating my own environment. And then I moved. This, I was listening to Bone Thugs when I lived in the Deep South. I was, what, like 14, 15 years old, listening to Bone Thugs and Harmony. I'm, then I moved from the Deep South to an urban neighborhood where you got drug dealers, people drinking 40s. And I was like, yo, I'm home. This is where I'm supposed to be. And I, 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 I kind of fell right in place. Then I moved from that um, urban neighborhood to the inner city, to a hood hood, where I was hearing gunshots. You know, I was, I was hearing about people getting stabbed, still seeing the blood on the ground. I was like, yo, this is serious. And that, that was my culture. That was the environment. I wasn't doing those things. So that, does that mean that I can't be righteous because this is where I grew up? Because tradition says, if this is how you dress, you're not saved. I ain't grow up in the four walls of the church. I ain't grow up where, where I had to wear a prayer cap. Now, we did have a couple of times where me and my sister had to wear a piece of tissue in our hair. But I stand against that. I'm against that joint. But if that's if that's the um churches what the churches want, that's what they want. That's just not the church for me. But I'm bringing up all of these points because we're so focused on everything that God is not concerned with. He is not concerned with what we have on. There's a song, and I, I was I was making fun of it, or whatever. The guy sang it awesomely. He has a beautiful voice, or whatever. It, it, he did a really good job singing. But I was making fun of it because the truth of the matter is the Bible never said we're going to be walking around heaven all day. The Bible didn't say that. The Bible didn't even say, the Bible has said that when Jesus, Jesus is going to destroy this earth that we have right now, and there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. So, you're just going to be walking around like a zombie, heaven all day? Like, nah, I'm going to be home with my glorified body. I don't know if we're going to need food because we're going to have glorified bodies. But if we do need food and we fry me up some chicken and macaroni and cheese, it's going to be off the chains. I'm going to be able to play ball. Because I'm be, if I can get my glorified body, I'll be a little bit taller, I'll be more shapely. 
you know, curves. I mean, I got I got a decent amount of curves now, but I'm gonna have the right curves in the right places. I'm gonna have my glorified body. I ain't gonna be walking around heaven all day. Leave, yeah. But the tradition says this is what we're gonna do. Tradition says that I could, I um, when I die. No, tradition says I, I, all I gotta do is suffer, and then I'll, if I suffer with him, I'll reign with him. That's also taken out of out of context. Yeah, we're going to reign with him. But he said he came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Y'all so focused on the, y'all so focused on the struggle. Y'all so focused on suffering that y'all don't even hear what came out of Jesus' mouth himself. He said, I came that you might have life and have it more. Worry about the, the devil and suffering. That's it. Tradition. And then culture says, um, God looks at the, God knows my heart. God knows my heart. You know, that's what that's what culture says. Culture says, take me as I am or take nothing at all. When God comes in, he comes in and gives us his spirit. When he gives us his spirit, he starts a work in us. So he does meet us where we are, but he doesn't expect us to stay where we are. Culture says it's okay to stay where you are. Culture says it's okay for a man and a man to to love each other and and sleep with each other and fornicate. Culture says it's okay for a man to have three wives and call themselves a Christian. Culture says this. So we got this battle going on between culture and the word, the world, the culture and tradition. But tradition is saying one thing. Culture is saying one thing, but what is Jesus saying? What is Jesus saying? We taking up these. We. I, I, I'm so. I. I hate hearing these traditional preachers preach from Romans twelve, twelve and one, and twelve and two. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And they stop right there. But verse number three, it says, but don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. Because guess why? You're thinking that you all the way up here, but that's not how God sees you. God sees the gossip. God sees the lies. God sees that you you told everybody that you couldn't make it to church because you wasn't feeling good, but you just didn't feel like going. You're okay. You watched the game. You went to the grocery store, went to the mall. God sees that. Same thing with culture. God knows my heart. He knows. So you really want to use that? That God knows your heart? Because he do know your heart. And he knows that your heart is far from him. Depart from me for I never knew you. Because when you went to the altar to get saved, you were just doing that as a ploy. Your heart, you you never accepted him. You just said, Father, forgive me of my sin and take it come into my heart. All right, we finish. That's what you did. Then you open up a church because you, you heard that preachers get money. Y'all, the devil is a liar. Preachers don't get no money. 
Some preachers, like, all preachers don't get no money. You know, that's, yeah. I'm going to leave that one alone. That's what another podcast episode. But I'm just saying, this is, and I'm going to close here. We have culture. We have tradition, just like with the Pharisees and and the Sadducees. Today we have culture, and then we have tradition. Now, we can choose what side we want to go on. We can choose what side, and, and like, yeah, I did say I'm a little bit more biased because I'm more of a cultural person, because I, under, I understand the culture, and I understand tradition, too, but the bottom line, what did Jesus say? When Jesus came, he changed everything. When Jesus came, he said, yo, I love the law. What are you talking about? I ain't come to destroy it. I came that it might be fulfilled. All these people saying, oh, you're going to hell because you got a tattoo. Yeah, I saw you eating shrimp the other day. How, how the Leviticus that I read that you're using against me, you're not using it for yourself. Well, he, the Bible says all things is permissible. Oh, now it's permissible. Listen, I ain't, gonna, I ain't even going to go into all the conversations I had. I'm, I'm waiting for some more conversations to be had because I got scripture in the back of everything that I say and do. But um, that is a gap that we have to bridge. We have to meet at one point, and that point is Jesus. You have your traditions. We have our culture. But the thing that should unify us is Jesus Christ. We are still one body. We are one body. Many members. We dress different. We talk different. And that's how it's supposed to be. If you think about it, and I ain't going to get into this because it's going to take long. If you think about it, some of the things that is considered worldly, everything that we do in the church is worldly. Everything. You playing that keyboard, guess where that came from? Mm-hmm. You playing those drums, guess where that came from? Oh, you like quartet music, guess where that came from? Play with me. I'll, I'll tell you, because listen, I took music appreciation. I hated that class, but it, it told the foundation of a lot of stuff. And we think just because we didn't grow up listening to it, it's worldly. But quartet music is nothing but doo-wop music from the 20s, the 1920s. Only thing they did is add Jesus to it. That's why a lot of the, a lot of the quartet music that came out earlier is not even biblical. You can't even find it in the Bible because they were, they were doo-wop singers that wasn't allowed to sing doo-wop. Their parents were like, look. You ain't singing for the church. You ain't singing out in the world. So they added heaven and Jesus to their doo-wop music. And that created quartet music. Don't play with me because I'm going to tell you. But I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone because I, I know my stuff. I know my stuff. Back in the day, we didn't have music instruments. They had a Hammond in the church. Most churches... Well, even the church that I'm at, I had said something about a Hammond. They didn't even know what the, the Hammond is. I'm like, are you 
So y'all ain't had no real organ? Oh, we had a keyboard. No, an organ that had a hammer to it. That's what they had in the church. And even that came from the world. Y'all, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. I did a whole episode called What is Worldly? So <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. But yes, we have to meet at the point of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is our meeting point. You can keep your traditions, but you can't look down on my culture. And I can keep my culture, but I can't look down on your traditions. The issue is we both serve in the same Jesus Christ. We both serve in the same God. And we fighting with each other. And the enemy sitting back with his legs crossed. While the, the devil and his imps is making us bicker. The body of Christ bicker. Because you want to be traditional. You want to wear your suits and hats and shiny shoes and stuff like that. And I want to wear my jeans and t-shirt. And all my, even my t-shirts. All my t-shirts is face-based. I got a couple of them that got cartoon characters. Like uh, Spongebob. Like, you tell me I'm going to hell because I got on the Spongebob t-shirt. <laughs> you know? <laughs> anyway. We got to meet at the point of Jesus. For Jesus, when he came... He, he fixed the situation, and he changed the world forever. That's how we're going to change the world. That's how we're going to reach the masses. That is how, when Jesus returns, he's going to come back with a church without spot or wrinkle because we won't be judging, which the Bible says, judge not lest ye be judged. Because with the same measure that you meet, you also will be judged. So when we judge people, now eyes are on us. Now we got to walk circumspectly. We got to walk precisely, like, okay, I got to make sure, cross all my T's, dot all my I's, because I am about to be judged because I judged somebody else. We got to be careful and come together. That's it. I ain't going to keep going because I could go on for an hour, and I got to call my babies back. They said, Titi said 13 minutes. I know I sounded like I was fussing on this episode, but I really wasn't fussing. I really want us to understand that we are one body and we have the same goal, the same purpose. And that is to worship the same God. We're all worshiping Jesus Christ, God manifested in flesh. That's what we're all doing. So should I judge somebody because their culture is different? Or should I judge somebody based off of their traditions? No. That's why the scripture says, judge not lest ye be judged. Here it is. Us, black people, African Americans, are the only people that do, do not know our heritage. I mean, some people know they're from the Caribbean or they're from Nigeria or Sudan or whatever the case may be. But a lot of us don't know our heritage. We we don't have a culture that we can say was given to us from our ancestors. So we created our own culture. And it's called the hip-hop culture. And not necessarily just the music or, or the baggy pants and calling females B-words and smoking weed and using drugs. That's not culture. Those are behaviors. The culture is the way we dress, the way we talk, the way we wear our hair, the type of jewelry that we wear. If you go to if you go to certain parts of Africa, their jewelry has certain symbols on it. And that states this is where we're from. We're from this tribe, we're from this area. If you go to France, the culture is different than the if you go to Egypt. 
if you go to um, China, their culture is different than if you go to um, North Korea. So do we judge people based off of their culture? Do we um, we condemn our brothers and sisters in Christ based off of their culture? Who are we to say that God is not pleased with their culture? Yes, we we know God and we learn the heart of God and we learn the mind of God based off of His Holy Spirit because when His Holy Spirit enters us, it is God Himself places His Spirit in us so that we can know His thoughts because God reveals His thoughts and His plan to His Spirit and His Spirit lives inside of us. So God will let us know if we're on the right path or on the wrong path tradition will only tell us based off of what is familiar culture will only tell us based off of what is current but God will tell us what is necessary we're living in a world today where kids are dying killing each other killing themselves Grown people doing unmentionable things to children. You have, um, I I saw a post that was saying that you have, um, back in the day, you had to teach your kids about the birds and the bees, but now you got to teach your kids about the birds and the bees, then the bees and the bees, and the birds and the birds, and the birds that used to be bees, or the bees that used to be birds but still got a stinger or whatever the case may be. <laughs> I said it probably wrong, but now it's a difference. The world is different. <clears throat> and we are fighting each other instead of reaching out to them, reaching out to the lost. For God so loved the world, it was said that um, they were were using the scripture, I believe it's in James. I'm going to find it for y'all because I don't want to miss. So it's in John. Um, It doesn't even tell me what we're in John. Maybe it's 1 John. It doesn't even tell me where. It just says in John. um, It says, if you love the world, you will perish with the world but if you don't love the world but love God you will do his will and live with him forever and we take that scripture and we twist it up and manipulate it to make it be what we want it to be we say if you don't look like us you like the world it's almost like somebody has said if you're not if you're not with me that means you're against me like no that's not true and um, I know somebody has said that to me, and I was like, which I shouldn't have said it, I admit. I was like, you don't matter enough for me to be against you. And that how I said it was wrong. Like, I mean, it was rude. It wasn't wrong, but it was rude. But that's what the scripture, that's what people try to make it seem. That if you're not like me, that means you're of the devil. If you don't think like me, that means you're of the world. If you don't walk like me. But the truth of the matter is, we have to emulate Jesus. 
Jesus himself, who is God, the Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Then the Word became flesh. That's in First John verse 1, chapter 1, verse 1, and I believe verse 13, 13 or 14. The Word, word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus is God manifesting the flesh. That means he knows all, he sees all. He embodies the, the the creator dwells inside of Jesus. He is the creator. And he was able to sit with sinners. And he was able to not, not only did he sit with them, but he also influenced them. Somebody had used the scripture and they, the preacher had um, used the scripture um, out of context because um, the scripture said, if you love the world, you will perish with it, with the world. And the thing is, we're supposed to love. I, I need to find the exact scripture because I'm looking at it on Google. But um, we have to take time to define what the world is when the scripture is talking about the world. They're not talking about the culture because a lot of us is part of the culture. So it's not talking about the culture. It's not talking about how you dress, but it's talking about the way you think, the way you pattern your behavior. If you accept things that God doesn't accept, that is what the the world is talking about. That's what that's what the scripture is talking about when it says the world the world's way of thinking, the world's way of doing things. Don't love that. Love the people. Too much hate in the church. Different topic, but too much hate. Love the people. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And that in that scripture, we gotta remember the King James Version was translated, but the um the English the English dictionary don't have the same amount of words as the Hebrew dictionary. The Hebrew dictionary, I'll, I can't remember the numbers off the top of my head, but the Hebrew dictionary has more words in it than the English dictionary. So some some of the words kind of get um, taken out of context because for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The scripture wasn't talking about the way of thinking or the pattern of behavior in that verse. It was talking about the people in that verse. So we're supposed to love the world as in the people, but we're supposed to hate the, the way, the thinking and the, the behavior patterns of the world. So it's a lot of teaching that have to happen when it comes to tradition and culture. So I just gave a little tidbit. I kind of went off on the tangent two times, two times, you know, um, but God is still good. God know what he's doing. You know, and I'm praying that these gaps be bridged. You know, that God will close these gaps or cause more people to stand up. It ain't going to hurt nobody to show love to somebody from a different culture. Think about back in the day. I don't think they do it too much anymore. Back in the day, they used to have foreign exchange, foreign exchange students where a student will come from well go 
come from the United States and go to another country, then a student from another country will come here to the United States and they will um, get to learn each other's culture, which is an awesome thing. It's awesome um, thing. But when they come over, when people from another culture come over, we don't tell them, like, nah, your culture, is you're going to hell because of your culture. You're going to hell. Like, yeah, it might be something that is frowned upon, you know, as long as, if it's contrary to the word of God, because some of them, they might be worshiping Jesus. We don't know because it's a language barrier. But I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna bring it back up. I ain't gonna bring it back up. I'm gonna leave it alone. But yeah, we got some work to do. We got some work to do. So um, yeah, I was planning on this thing being that long. But yeah, things need to be said, and I'm praying that it, it reaches somebody and and it changes the mind of some people so that we could build the wall. And Nehemiah, they said they built the wall because the people had a mind to work. I'm praying that this thing will change people's mind and people will have a mind to work, a mind to do right, a mind to live right, a mind to not judge the brother wrongly. We ain't going to talk about righteous judgment. We ain't going to talk about that. We're going to leave it alone. Because people oh, well, we are the people of God, and we can do righteous judgment. No, judge ye yourself. How about that? Anyway, I'm outie. I'm outie. I'm outie. Y'all pray for me, yo. Pray for me again. Second and fourth Tuesday, Youth Bible Study. Uh, first, second, first, third, and fifth Tuesday, we're doing prayer until God leads me into um, doing other teaching again. Um, I'm working on the word and music, so y'all stay tuned for that. Um, it's coming, though. It's coming. I'm going to do a flyer to that today, so y'all stay stay tuned.